welcome back to another episode of a book a day podcast and as you know these days i'm doing a series on the ramayana the great indian epic in the previous podcast i started with the story of rama and how he got married to sita and in this episode we'll go further and see what happens next in the story now if you haven't heard the previous podcast i would suggest you to do that so that you can understand the subsequent parts of the story so let's start with that and uh, let's see what happens so rama who is the prince of ayodhya now he gets married to sita and uh, the couple spends the next few years 12 years to be precise in ayodhya and all goes quite well during that period and we learn about the virtues of ram how good he is with his family with the state itself and as the years go by his father dashratha he realizes that he's getting old and uh, the kingdom now deserves a new king and he didn't have to look any further he had rama with him and he was quite prepared to pass on the kingdom to pass on the duties of the kingdom to his eldest son rama so that's what he does he talks to his ministers and then he talks to his son and informs everybody about his wishes at the same time we have to understand the family dynamics here dashratha as i told you he had four sons from his three wives the four sons were ram lakshman bharat and shatrughna and uh, during this time when dashrath was making this decision he knew that the other son bharat he was away and he says that it wasn't the reason that he was trying to install ram as the king of ayodhya during that period but he was also skeptical of his other sons and especially bharata why bharata in particular we'll come to that in a moment so he says that it is my wish and uh, also i have this in mind that maybe your brothers might start thinking something else they might start getting greedier so let's do this and now the information begins to spread and what happens then is so one of the wives of dashratha kekai was the mother of bharat and she comes to know about uh, this whole thing the coronation ceremony and how the kingdom is now being passed to ram she feels quite weird about it and she may not have felt exactly in the same manner had it not been for her maid called mantara mantara is one of those evil characters who poisons the main character's mind and uh, that's what she does here she tells kekai that uh, 
since Ram is going to be the king now and Bharata is not going to be the king, what would be the future of Bharata? Would he get any share in the kingdom? Would he get any benefits? And more importantly, once Ram becomes the king of Ayodhya, what would he do to Bharata? Of course, he loves his brothers, he wouldn't harm them. But you never know what happens when people get into power. So those are the kind of things she put in Kakei's mind. And the queen grew anxious. All those worries crept in. That what if Ram becomes king and kills his brother, her son, that is Bharata. And she's concerned now and she doesn't know what to do. And once again, her maid Mantara, she gives her an idea, evil idea, nevertheless an effective one. She reminds her that once upon a time, Kaikai herself had saved the life of King Dashratha and uh, he had promised her back in those days that she could ask him for two wishes and he would grant them immediately. And Mantara says this is the right time to ask for your wishes. Get those two wishes right now. Now what were the two wishes going to be? Mantara tells us, tells her that one wish you ask for that instead of Ram, Dashratha should go for Bharata as the next king of Ayodhya. And two, since she was being suspicious of what Rama would do at that point, she said, send Rama to exile for, for 14 years. Now, obviously, the king Dashratha, he was shocked. He didn't know what to say. But as was the tradition, he had made his vows, he had made his promises and he couldn't go back on his words. So when she asked for these two favors, he had to say yes. And although with a very heavy heart, he felt the pain, he felt the injustice that he was doing to Ram, he did that. So Bharata became the next king and Ram now had to go to the exile for the next 14 years. Now Ram was a very obedient person. So he said yes without any delay. Lakshman on the other hand, he was furious. He was that kind of character who would sometimes, you know, the emotion would get better of him. So he was he was angry, there was rage in him. But Ram then kind of pacified his rage and told him that we have to listen to our parents. That is our duty. And that brings an important point here. This is what Ramayana is about and this is where it is different from Mahabharata. In Ramayana, the core philosophy is you have to do your duty. Whatever is being told to you according to the rules and regulations, you have to do that. And Lord Rama is the embodiment of that philosophy. 
Krishna on the other hand in Mahabharata he doesn't do that he plays with the rules and regulations and talks about dharma the righteousness this is where the two philosophies are slightly different here as i said the idea of dharma the idea of duty is very very important and rama does that precisely he just follows the commands he's supposed to listen to his parents he does that and then heads out for the exile at the same time lakshman his younger brother he's also willing to come with him and so is sita his wife the two of them they say that they cannot leave ram alone and although ram tells them to stay back they come with him so these three people they go into the exile for 14 years and of course as you would expect rama is the famous prince in the kingdom and the moment when he leaves ayodhya that scene is quite dramatic all his family members his father his mothers they try to chase him they try to follow him and there's a huge crowd that is chasing the chariot they try to stop him and they're shouting that do not go do not go into the forest come back please return to the city but ram just keeps saying one thing i'm going to forest to fulfill my father's word and his word is my command that's what i'm going to follow and soon they leave everything behind the chariot everything and they enter the forest this is how they are going to live their lives for the next 14 years they don't know what to eat they don't know where to sleep but that's how it is they are alone by themselves and they keep going deeper into the forest and uh, we are told here about the beauty of the forest there is no human interference there are birds and animals and beautiful trees and eventually they reach a hill called chitrakoot and uh, they proceeded then to put up an ashram there in the hill so that's how they build kind of a new house for themselves it's a really small ashram a kind of a hut there in the middle of the forest in the chitrakoot hills back in ayodhya in the kingdom there is of course a lot of chaos and a lot of pain in the family members dashratha of course he made that choice he made that decision but it wasn't really his choice he had to do do it because of his third wife kakai but of course pleasing one wife meant that he had to upset another the mother of ram and she had been hurt and raged by the entire event and therefore she says a lot of hurtful things to king and uh, this goes on for the next few days and the king starts to feel the pain 
It's partly because of the absence of Ram and partly because of the kind of things he's hearing from his own wife now. So he falls sick and grows really weak. During this time he recollects what happened once upon a time when he was young and he was he had gone on for a hunting and by mistake he wanted to kill an animal he ended up shooting a young man who was there with his blind parents and uh, Dashratha remembered how the young man felt at that point how his parents now had to live without him in old age and he felt that this was kind of karma taking their own course now he was the one getting into the old old age probably dying and not being able to see his own son so dashrath feels the pain and soon he dies too he dies without being able to see rama his favorite son in his last moments and now the news spread and fills the palace with grief now so far interestingly what you should know is that bharata was out of the picture he had gone on to a different place he didn't know what was going on in the kingdom in ayodhya and once he comes back he gets to know about all the events that had taken place in his absence he learns about rama and his exile he learns about the death of dashratha and he also learns about that he is going to be the next king now and bharata as i told you he had a great regard and love and respect for his elder brother ram and he wasn't really pleased about him becoming the next king and not ram and ram going into exile because of him or rather his mother so now he gets really angry with his mother of course and he loses his patience he says a lot of hurtful things to his mother and uh, then he leaves for the forest because he wants to see his brother and then he searches for him, for him and then he goes to chitrakoot hill and uh, he meets his brother ram there along with sita and lakshman and it's a very very emotional moment in ramayana the brothers are crying one brother is requesting the other to come back and rule the kingdom but uh, rama says that uh, i cannot really go back on my words this is what my father told me to do but bharata doesn't agree he doesn't listen to him and still requests still pleads that without rama he could not really rule the kingdom without rama he couldn't really live there so this is what is going on there and let's see what happens next in the story of ramayana in our next episode so keep following stay tuned thank you